I was looking for my soul. DJ Chauncey Dundridge gave it back to me. Hi, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you are listening to Talk Sex with Tech. Welcome to today's episode. We are excited, and it is an exciting time. So, uh, there's been so much going on in the world, right? We're in the middle of a pandemic. It looks like it's having an uptick swing right now, but, uh, you know, we keep living life. And it's important to allow ourselves to really just uh, be present, you know, with everything that is going on. So I'm going to talk about what's been going on in my gay world. Um, so last week we had an, a special guest, Asa Scott, and it was a really long interview. It was about an hour and a half. And so we actually i aired because of the election i aired the second half of the episode and the next week i'm going to be uh the last episode which was uh, about voter suppression so uh i encourage you to if you didn't get a chance to go in and uh watch that so uh or listen to it she's uh she has so much to say so um yeah, so uh, it was about voter suppression, but the first part of the interview, we're actually I'm going to air it next week, so stay tuned for that. So, you know, Father's Day is a very interesting time for myself, right? Uh, I went through a loss of a child, you know, a couple years ago, and uh, so my partner... Uh, he decided that we were going to go somewhere and we were going to go to Long Island, but we decided to go to Asbury Park and it was just a really nice day. Oh, and if you hear the trains in the background, it's because I'm doing this in my apartment. So, um, but we went to Asbury Park and it's a cute little town. But, so, we took a drive. We got in a zip car. It was kind of amazing. Uh, and uh, my partner went and got the zip car. And we were originally going to go to Long Island, but then we decided, you know, Jersey is a little bit more open. Because the day after, which would have been Monday, New York starts to open. We're going to phase two. But, uh, yeah, so we went to Asbury Park, and it was... We went and had lunch on the, you know, on the beach and social distanced. And I called my dad and told him, happy Father's Day. So for all of you uh, out there, uh, you know, it's always good. I always talk to my dad, but um, it was specifically just nice to be able to talk to him uh, on the phone. And... Uh, you know, they're just uh, living life in little old Kokomo, you know, as they approach their retirement. I'm excited for them, but uh, yeah, so they went to Asbury, we went to Asbury Park, and we wanted, we brought stuff to go to on the beach, but apparently you have to buy a pass to go on the beach, and then I was like sitting there, and I was like, oh, okay, so... 
um, we didn't actually go on that beach, but we drove to another beach and it was cute. And we went on uh, the beach. It was really, really nice. And then we drove back to New York. But while we were there, we went to this little shop. Um, it is called uh, Interwoven. Um, and it's right I don't know if it's the downtown area, but I'm going to connect the link to my podcast. And, you know, as we're going through this, I know it's tempting to go to these bigger stores, um, bigger businesses. And uh, I think we should support businesses that support us. But, you know, the smaller businesses, they're really struggling. But my friend Asa, her birthday is coming up this Saturday, falling on Saturday. So we're going to go do a social distancing event. And I got Asa a little, a little something, something. Her, my partner and I, we got her a little something. So I'm really excited for that. Got um, myself a candle. Um, but she better be uh, saying a big thank you, right? Um, so I'm excited for to give her her little present but uh this place is so cute they have like all kinds of stuff um you know uh lots of different types of brands uh clothing uh candles they also have some you know oils and stuff so uh if you're down in asbury park i would recommend going to this place and you know i just felt the need to support that business because you know they're struggling so they're super sweet make sure when you're going into the the stores wear a mask folks i mean <clears throat> sorry got a little frog in my throat but when i was in asbury park Everybody was wearing a mask. Everybody was social distancing. People were like super good about it. So again, make sure you go out and support those local businesses because, you know, without them, uh, we won't, uh, you know, they, this is a part of our culture. So it can be easier to go, um, you know, on places like Target or whatever. But uh, this, uh, I'm just... Uh, I'm just pulling up her website now, and she's got like little new arrivals and cute little things like sunglasses and bikinis and all these little things. Oh, and they have like men's, men's and women's. There was some cute stuff in there. Jewelry, belts, hats, you know. They have some candles, like I talked about, some fun little things, home goods. You can just get everything there. So I'm going to encourage you, to, if you're down there in Asbury Park, it's called Interwoven. So uh, I'm excited about that. So, uh, yeah. Um, so the election uh, was here, right? Uh, June 23rd. I woke up on Tuesday morning and went down to the went down to the little school and and I was just they were so nice and the the people that were working the polls right they were just a, just it was a real amazing time but I did not see long lines and that is the thing folks I I pro I'm standing beside you in the protest but we've got to be at the polls so you have more than enough time to register to vote 
between now and the election, right? And if you go to my last episode, I posted a link where you can go register to vote. Um, but let me tell you a story. So I'm sitting at the poll and, you know, you go up to the thing and then they say, where, what's your address? You tell them your address and then they they send you over there. So I, I remember where it was because that's where I was at last time. And they were using this electronic system and they couldn't find my name in the system. And I was like, I voted here last time. So I started to get real panicked that I was not going to be able to cast my ballot to vote. So, um, but they were able to, so Again, like that, like because I just did this episode on voter suppression, you know, it's important. Um, I don't want to be suppressed in the vote, right? So I don't want to be purged. I was like, oh my God, did I get purged from the, from the being able to do my civil duty and vote? So yeah so um but Siraj Patel and you know when, when we look at the race he lost by literally a hundred votes folks and that's a little sad right um but that's okay that's uh, you know better luck next time you know I'm uh, excited right um but uh Zoran mm-hmm Zoran Madamdani, uh, he won the state assembly in my Astoria district. Congratulations to you. You know, and there was a few other people that I voted for, but, uh, you know, I checked him out online and, you know, he's all about doing justice for all. So I sent him a little, a little note. So if you are, um, Saran, if you are listening, I would love to have you on the show to talk about what you're going to do when you go to Albany. So, you know, again, make sure you get registered to vote. I felt like I was like really pounding it in because I re-listened to the episode. I think I said the word vote like 25 times, but it's important. But again, that's the way we're going to fight racism, the way we're going to fight. uh, We're going to fight lots of different things. So, um, is to make sure that we're voting in those local elections. We should treat them, and uh, it is your right. So uh, it's important, right? Speaking of voting, the new season of The Politician is out. Oh, my God. It is real good. I I was watching it, and, you know... uh, It is amazing. It is, uh, you know, it's on Netflix. They just did uh, the new season, and which is, um, you know, as we're, I'm going to post the link to this, but it's on Netflix, and it's good, you know. Uh, Ben Platt is in it, and uh, it's uh, Gwyneth Paltrow uh, is in this new uh, season, right? There's lots of different, the cast, um, of, uh, politician. There's, it's just, it's a really good show. It has been Platt. He is really, really good. Uh, Gwyneth Paltrow, right? 
uh, Jessica Lang is in it, and, uh, you know, it is a really good show. So, uh, you know, I was a little sad because there was only, like, a couple, I think five, there was only, like, eight episodes, um, so hopefully it comes out for season three. So I'm excited about that. So this week, Bob Noodle, a formerly known as Barton, right? Because that was his original name. Um, he has been in our home for exactly one year. He's so little when we got him, and now he's just like big. Uh, I'm always afraid he sleeps on the cat tower, and he sleeps with half of his body on it. So, welcome to the home, Barton, Barton, Bob Noodle. Mm-hmm. So, you know, it's, it's important. So, yeah, so... Happy, that's when we celebrate his birthday. So we got a little extra canned food, um, you know, for his for his birthday. You know, you can go to the New York department. Everybody wants a dog. Dogs, I love a dog, but I would much rather have a cat. So speaking of cats, Al, we t- he's, right now he's being seen to get his teeth pulled. We had to do an assessment appointment. And we're going to get those teeth pulled for him, right? So, he is on his way. Um, You know, there's a lot of anxiety with COVID out there, and reasonably so, right? Uh, One of the things I think is important that helps with that anxiety is limiting the amount of news that you watch. If you sit in front of CNN, you're going to constantly see COVID, 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 COVID. If I had a quarter for every time they said COVID, I would be, um, you know, a millionaire. So I'm limiting it to watching the governor and also just occasionally a little bit in the evening watching some Anderson Cooper and, and you know, some other folks. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's exciting. So turn off that news, folks, because it will, you know, not to remain silent about it, but, you know, we want to make sure that we're not so inundated you know my concern is that people are really developing agoraphobic like symptoms um where people are not wanting to leave their home and agoraphobia is the fear of being outside right um but what i'm noticing is there's such an anxiety about germs it's almost developing like this obsessive compulsive disorder like symptoms and people are feeling very overwhelmed by it so i want to encourage you that to know like you know it's important if you're not seeing a therapist to see a therapist if you're developing some symptoms of like anxiety i mean there's real there's reality-based stuff and then so but then there's anxiety fear right so there's reality fear and anxiety fear so we just need to you know make sure that we are checking in with ourselves, asking ourselves, is this an anxiety based fear or is this a reality based fear a reality based fear is wearing a mask when you uh go outside right um that is social responsibility and so um you know, we, we, my partner works in the fashion industry, and so we got a few little designer masks. I don't know how well they work, but they sure do look good. I went and got my hair, my hair cut, you know, and it was 
it's very nice. Uh, they trimmed it up. I, the man bun is gone. So exciting stuff. Um, so I've been doing this new thing where I post uh, quotes, right? So sex quotes. Uh, few celebrities, right? Um, <clears throat> and then some sex facts that are important. I think it's important to know those facts. Um, I know. Oh, here's my phone. So some of them, if you've been looking um, at my instagram so i'm going to my instagram right now and um you know i started doing these things uh today's quote was humans love sex we need sex it's how we connect billy crystal so and then um that's a quote good old billy crystal but then there's a fun fact that i posted one in five people use their smartphones during sex right so i give a little message of the day sometimes i post a little promotional video so on and so forth so uh yeah okay guys um that's that's about what's going on in my world um so there's a couple things I want to talk about um, just in the news, and then I'm going to answer some questions. The first one is is that Stonewall right in uh, on Christopher Street uh, is in danger of shutting down due to COVID. Um, you know, ABC, New York ABC posted an article um, that's been on my feed, and I wanted to share it with you. Um, you know, they've been shot for uh they've been shut down for three months right and that's obama right dedicated it as a national landmark right the the park and the bar right but it's more than a bar it's a community um so their goal was to raise um they, uh, like i'm just gonna pull this up so i'm going to my um internet right here um so their goal is to raise a hundred thousand dollars and they've raised ninety seven thousand uh you know it's important so uh get out there and uh support it and i'm going to put the link uh i'll say support now um but it helps to keep it open and alive if you know anything we're not renting a little hole in the wall in kokomo indiana we are renting rent and reality is really expensive um so uh it's important um businesses again make sure that we're supporting our local businesses so the other day i went to the park got a little cocktail went to the park and did some work on my book so um yeah so make sure that um if you're in new york get out there and uh, stop by stonewall to get a cocktail if you don't drink stop by and get a drink drink right like a, a soda or a nice uh soda with a splash of crayon and the lime right that's a virgin rose kennedy mm -hmm. so um yeah so i'm gonna post their gofundme i donated some money a little while back ago and i need to go and donate a little bit more so i believe giving is uh important right uh to make sure that uh that people are being taken care of 
So we're, there was this article that the advocate posted. There was a 90-year-old man who came out at 90. Uh, he had a love. And uh, the article reads, I'm not going to read the whole article. I'm going to read the, the first part of the article. It says, after nearly eight decades uh, in the closet, 90-year-old Colorado resident, uh, Kenneth Feltz, uh, came out in a big way uh, when penning his autobiography right in quarantine connected to the Denver Post um, but he had a man in the 50s uh, Kenneth and Phil right and he misses them and uh, you know he's been trying to find him but he can't so He's 90. I hope they find each other. Mm-hmm. So, um, there is, uh, there are two African-American gay men in Congress. I am so excited. Equal representation. Right? We're starting to get some representation. Uh, Richie Torres and Madurang Jones, right? Um, and I'm going to link this. They're the first openly black members of, uh, of either House of Congress. So congratulations to you boys, uh, on your big win. Uh, you know, it's, uh, it's important. We're excited that you're here. Oh, and congratulations to AOC. She really kicked some ass in the election. So, uh, congratulations, you you guys. Uh, we're happy that you're here. And uh, remember us little people when you make it up to the, you know, when you make it up to the White House. So, it's exciting. I wonder, speaking of the White House, I wonder who Joe Biden is going to run as his VP. You know, I've been looking, uh, Mark Cuban just endorsed Joe Biden. Not to get all political, but, you know, he said, I want somebody who wants to run the country. So, that's where he's voting, you know, um, and, and I'm excited. So, yeah. Um, Trump can't catch a break. The U.S. Supreme Court or backs the protection for LGBT workers. So, in a 6-3 decision, and this was an article by the BBC, right? The Supreme Court um, said federal law uh, prohibits discrimination based on sex, and should be understood to include sexual orientation and gender identity. So transgender people are uh, protected, and that makes me extremely happy, right? So um, I'm, you know, I'm excited for just the, the change and uh, uh, that people are protected. I've been, uh, when I lived in Indiana, I was fired uh, from a job uh, for being gay. I was told to tone it down, and I was also asked if I was growing a fruit plant on my desk, and when I went to the EEOC to file a complaint, right, because I realized that that's what was happening, they said, we cannot 
do anything if you were a woman if you were a minority and it was based on those factors we could we could do something but now um there are federal protections you know and i would call people and they would say you know we can't really do anything you know um but discrimination is real you know so yeah but also the supreme court went in hard and uh blocking Trump from ending DACA. So DACA is the deferred action for children, childhood arrivals, right? Um, which was Obama, right? And uh, a big shout out to Michelle O. Let's hope she's the running mate. Uh, but it protects hundreds and thousands of immigrants, right? That are children, uh that are you know in the u.s and uh you know we you know trump wanted to block that's his big thing let's build a wall and get all the immigrants out so um yeah so not not on our watch mr president right we're not allowing you to do that so um yeah so that's good stuff folks uh the law right is important it trumps trump okay so um yeah so the, there's a lot happening and i try to find stuff that i feel that is relevant things that are going on right let's continue to remain politically active but most important to go vote and that's why it's important that you vote in the presidential election because there are some supreme court justices uh, that are coming up and we want to make sure that, that our rights are protected but even then it sounds like uh, they're not really uh, even if they get appointed by Trump they're not uh, they're doing what's in the law versus what is you know good for the political run okay so this week somebody called me and this is where i move into question hour right and so somebody called me to ask me about his he says that his testicles hurt right um and and unless he masturbates right and if he masturbates then his testicles don't hurt i you know when i take these calls and i'll answer my phone and i will ask you know i will try to find an answer try to work with it but just to be clear sex therapists are not medical doctors right and so my thing my um you know my response to him was uh to go to the doctor right to go to the doctor and if it's a distressing if it's a mental health a, you know maybe the doctor go to you know a urologist go to your general practitioner get an appointment explain to them but i'm wondering did he feel comfortable it did not sound like when i said that like he doesn't feel comfortable um going to see a doctor or even to have that discussion with the doctor so it's super important that people feel connected they feel they have the ability to um to talk about that with their doctor so if you have questions, feel free to answer them, right? Or to ask, and I will answer them. But I'm not a medical doctor. 
Um, and I know a lot of things, but I'm going to tell you to go see your doctor. So, um, one person wrote in, uh, they said, I'm a transgender woman who is attracted to straight men. Uh, I'm scared about my future during the day. I'm an analyst, but when I'm in the comfort of my own home, I'm able to be my authentic self. No one knows and I'm completely scared how coming out will impact my life. Okay. <clears throat> well, uh, that is very scary, uh, depending on where you are and what your community is like, how receptive your community is. I mean, even in uh, New York City, uh, where you know trans people are welcome and invited and you know there are places that are not safe for trans people i think it's important one listener thank you for having the courage to write in your question hold on i've got a frog in my throat thank you for having the courage to write in your question but also to know that you're not alone, right? There's lots of people and there are resources out there. And so I'm going to post a, um, a link that you can go to or anybody specifically related to transgender resources. Uh, and it's glad, right? They have a ton of stuff. Uh, there's also stuff here in New York city. Um, you know, the LGBT center here in New York, um, and lots of different things. So, um, to know that you're not alone, but this, this may require, and I would sing if you can find a therapist in your network, um, or, you know, um, to find a therapist who, uh, specifically deals with, uh, transgender identity, right? Cause it is a coming out process. Um, and I do some of that work, but I also know that, um, some trans people who I can refer you to if, uh, you, uh, you know, uh, if you would like, so yeah, I hope that was helpful. The next listener wrote in and they said, I've been dating this guy for six months, uh, since things, uh, since then things have gotten really serious, but there is one problem. He's black. I grew up in a home where my parents do not believe in interracial dating. Honestly, I don't know what to do. I feel like I'm living the secret life. If my parents knew, they would disown me. Hmm. So difficult when we live in a system that doesn't accept our love, you know. And I will say it's not there it is not a problem. Who you love is not a problem. That's what I will say. This is not your problem. This is your parents' problem. And your parents, you know, uh sounds like you grew up in a home, right? You know, one of the things my mama said to me when I was a young tyke, she said, son, 
she said, uh, you date outside of your race, but do not date outside of your class, right? I was taught that. Because it is hard when we date outside of our class. If you date somebody who, you know, those things. But this, I grew up in a home where my parents were very loving. You know, when I lived in little Kokomo, there was lots of racism there. And there is still lots of racism there. And I've had to really um, cut some people off on my Facebook uh, page because uh, they are engaging in some racist rhetoric and I'm not dealing with it. I'm not tolerating it. It's not my job to educate you. Um, and if you want to talk on it, right, we can talk it out. Um, but I will not tolerate uh, blatant forms of racism. It's just not not what I have the ability to, or hidden racism, you know, and I'm going to call it out and I'm going to correct it. But for this listener, right, if your parents can't accept who you love, if they cannot accept who you are, if they cannot accept the person that you love is a different ethnicity a different race well that's their problem and not yours right um i would also just check in with your privilege what privilege do you have right what if what if and i've heard this also in uh communities of color specifically where people are dating interracially right uh, where they find themselves in a situation where uh you know uh and they might not accept somebody who's white. And it's the same thing. And I'm going to have the same response. We live in a multicultural and diverse world. And it is important that people feel safe and that love is respected, right? I don't know why people try to control who we love, where we stick it in, where we have it stuck in, in right? Uh, any and Audi sacks, right? But also, what happens when, uh, you know, it's it may be to have that conversation now because what happens if you have kids together or what happens if you get married, you know? And I think this is really something that to check in with your partner and how do they feel, right? Uh, so this is, this is one, not a problem. Right? This is not, this is your parents' issue, and they should love and respect you. And uh, that you may have to make choices. You know, do I tolerate it? It sounds like you are tolerating it. But right now, we need to be vocal more than ever about our beliefs and to stand by and to be vocal because it is not okay, right? This is regardless, you know, when I grew up in little old Kokomo, right, there wasn't a lot, uh, there were lots of racists out there, uh, people that were very vocal about their racism, and this is a form of racism, It's to say we want, essentially we want our, we want to be pure, right, well, I hate that word pure, what is pure, nothing is pure. We want to be of one race, 
right? But, you know, love wins. And that's my advice to you, is that if you love this person, they should never be kept a secret. I would say the same thing, and, and with love, by, you know, maybe it's like you're in a closeted relationship, right? And we can't control who we love. And maybe this can be a really great opportunity for your parents to develop this kind of understanding and to challenge their own beliefs, right? So hopefully that was helpful. All right, fighting fight racism one step at a time, right? Um, so there's uh, this last listener uh, wrote in and they said, there is this part of me that wants to be in a relationship, but parts of me uh, that don't. Every time I meet a guy and uh, go out on a date with them, I find myself falling deep. Only to quickly realize that after we've had sex, I find myself rejecting them. I don't know why this thing's happening. I am, am I unable to love? Hmm. They're trying to figure this out. Um, you know, here's, here's the deal. I don't know the history. Um, this, this is all too common. We love the idea of love because the idea of love is what we see in the movies. And I would say to you, listener, before you start falling deep into that pool of love, to take a step back, relax, and just allow yourself to really be present in what's occurring here. What is occurring that makes you feel that way? Are you in love with the idea of being in love because love is not that six months love is three years down the road love is 20 years down the road when we've learned to respect and love the differences of the people that we are together with and and to respect those differences it's loving that person in the good days and the bad and I, I'm not going to make an assumption here, but uh, maybe it's because you need to learn to first love yourself. Mm, that would be helpful to love ourselves, to feel comfortable with ourselves. Because oftentimes when we're seeking it out from things like drugs, alcohol, love is a drug, according to Kesha. Love is my drug. Drug. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm. I digress. But before we can be in love with somebody else, we first have to love ourselves. And if we love ourselves, then we will cultivate and bring people into our lives that love us. And sometimes, whether this be a romantic relationship or a friendship, sometimes we have to let certain people go because they don't love us or they've 
treated us in a way where they didn't see us as their friend, but their enemy. It's tough. But my thing to you here, listener, is to first love yourself so that you can stand and that you can invite love into your life. And when you find yourself diving into that pool of love and it's calling you to realize that, you know, that that's a feeling that is not permanent. Hopefully that was helpful. I'm not the expert. I'm just somebody who talks about love. I do it a lot all day. But as men, we don't know and learn love. We've never learned how to do love. We've learned ways in which to cope and to do things, but maybe haven't learned love in the way that we should. And so I just want to encourage you, listener, to know that uh, love is learned. And the way that we learn is the way that we do. So, <coughs> anywho, well, that is it for today. Uh, today's music, 53 Christopher Street, is brought to you by DJ Chauncey D and Van Hector, which can be downloaded on Spotify, iTunes, or wherever you choose to download your music. Feel free to subscribe and to share and to let people know about this wonderful podcast here, right? So, uh, it's, you know, it's growing. People are listening. People are sharing. People are, you know, and uh, I'm thinking about doing some merchandise. So, uh, you know, people may want to order some merchandise if you do i haven't thought about that i've been so busy with so many other projects so again thank you for tuning in if you have a question or want to be a guest on the show feel free to reach out you know um there's some other episodes that i've talked about releasing um but no they're just not time to come out yet their stories aren't ready to be told so we're just gonna we're gonna rock it out here. So um, again, the music today that you hear is Fifty Three Christopher Street. Uh, feel free, which is Stonewall. So again, I mentioned this at the beginning of my podcast. I'm gonna create a, a go to the link where people can go in and donate because uh, we've got to make sure the employees, the people, all these, all these folks here, per, you know, just protected and, and that they have jobs and uh, that Stonewall doesn't go away, right? Uh, and that it will be here in the New York community. So, all right, folks. Well, uh, it's been an interesting uh, show. All right, boys. Take us away. I'll see you next week. Until next time, my name is Dr. Richard Mills, and you have been listening to Talk Sex.